Hello and welcome back to Disney Nerds Plus, where we talk about your favorite shows, nerdy shows, in fact, on Disney Plus. This is episode 32 of our program. And today we're talking about The Mandalorian number 21, The Pirate, for Wednesday, March 29th, 2023. I'm Shane. I'm Mike. How you doing? Fan-freaking-tastic. Especially after this episode, for reasons which we'll get into. But, you know, I did, I did want to point out something real quick. Um, has it always been... Have they always had every episode title start with the, or is that just this season so far? Like, every episode title, I think, so far this season has... Just really, no, begin with the something. Let's just look at the, the list here real quick. Because it's the Mandalorian, the uh thing. I just want to go on to Disney. Child's the Sin. No, not all of them, because there's in season one there's Sanctuary. Do me a favor, if you haven't Googled the Mandalorian before. A lot of them do have. Oh my god! Just just type in the Mandalorian to Google real quick if you haven't done this. (laughs) There is an Easter egg. I don't know if you can call it an Easter egg. It's pretty awesome. Pretty overt. (laughs) But then scroll down and. (laughs) Oh, he went away. He went away. Just got to keep clicking on him because he will uh, do some damage to your. uh, your page. <laughs> oh, I see. Oh. <laughs> ah, that's, that's cool. Fun. On the other hand, now I've lost my results. <laughs> um, let's see. So I want to. I'm just gonna. Wow. Now you made. I'm like stuck doing. Oh my god, this is awesome. <laughs> and they're like, uh, it's enjoyable to see my web page get destroyed right now. Yes. Uh, that's awesome. Yeah. Let's see. Let's, so, so the Wikipedia page is probably the easiest thing here. So, yeah. Okay. One of them, one of them was called Sanctuary. One of them was called Redemption. Most, most of them are all with yeah. the. There's only two of them, I think, with the. There's two in the. season one that had Sanctuary and Redemption. That's funny. Crazy. All right. Well. Oh, yeah. You can shop in here too. Look at you can shop right from the Disney Plus app now, right to the all the Mandalorian stuff. Really? Yeah. Nice. Trying to get that merch out. <laughs> Indeed. Well, I, might, I, I might sub- get one of these for my niece. That's <laughs> okay. Like a baby Yoda. Shop later. We got a show to do. All right. Previously <laughs> on the Mandalorian. Uh. Grogu and other Mandos were training on the beach. We saw Foundling get, as I put in the notes, abducted uh, to not give too many specifics by a pterodactyl. The P is silent. Then we had uh, several of the Mandalorians going on a mission to go rescue said Foundling. Turns out to be Paz Vizsla's kid. Uh, We get Grogu with a bunch of flashbacks, doing some Jedi training back on Coruscant. And then we get Ahmed Best as uh, Jedi back uh, 
Kellerenbeck, I think. Kellerenbeck, yeah. And then there was, uh, yeah, the, there was much rejoicing uh, after they they uh, took down Mama Pterodactyl and the armor after Bo lost uh, one of her pauldrons, uh, made her a new one, and asked if she could have a mythosaur on on it, and uh, she was fine with that. Then started talking more about the mythosaur with the armor. Which uh, stay tuned for the end of this episode, and we get m- might possibly get more of that. Yeah. So, episode twenty-one, the pirate starts off in the. Uh, does the city on Navarro have a name, or like I keep putting Navarro? I think I just call it Navarro. I yeah. never heard really the city. So but I'm it's the planet, right? Like the planet is Navarro, I think. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. think it's planet so we're on in the city we get big old ship coming in um which yeah if we remember anything from the previous episode where the pirates were there we could pretty much guess this was especially based on the previously on um this would be the pirate ship and so something i found interesting i don't know if you picked up on this but i believe they used in their their own previously on uh, at the beginning. I'm pretty sure they used a clip from Book of Boba Fett in there. Mm-hmm. Right. Did which it. is like, which to me is just, <sighs> it's just a weird like side tangential thing. Yeah. Well, for people that didn't watch Book of Boba, it kind of fills them in a little bit, you know, if they didn't, but most Star Wars fans, I think are watching both shows, but I mean, there's yeah. maybe someone out there. <laughs> well, the weirdest part of it all is like this season of the Mandalorian starts off and he's got Grogu back already. And like, you're just supposed to fill that in. if you haven't seen the book of Boba Fett, right? And well, it also recaps again, you know, yeah. Beginning season three. So if you're not watching other Star Wars, then maybe, yeah. Cause I mean, there's, there, there's things in here that are related to other things now. Yeah, I mean, but but there's a difference between the main storyline and, like, Easter egg, you know, hidden, like... Cameo. Cameo, right, types of things, right? Yeah, but, and again, we'll get to that soon, but... I like how they classify this as a space western. (laughs) Yeah, it is, it absolutely is. That's awesome, I've never seen that genre until now. Oh, look, I probably just got a text about my, my service has been restored, sure did. Which huh. I, I don't even know if it ever went out because I didn't get home until a little bit ago. But I got a message saying service will be restored at seven thirty. But here we are now going on seven thirty. So I guess well, I don't know. Who knows if it was ever out? Anyway, so we get we see uh, Grief Karga uh, doing some kind of like city mapping with some of the some of the city employees. I guess engineers. He calls them. Mm-hmm. And. Uh, that's when uh, they tell sends them off because he gets a call from Gorian Shard of the ship. Of course, that's that is occupying his planet now, and uh, uh, this was the first of maybe many Easter eggs to come. But the the he shot first line uh, oh, yeah. was like, "Wow, they're just they have no shame anymore of uh, <laughs> their own uh, making." fun of themselves basically but uh 
I think it's it's Karga that mentions it first, and then and then Shard mentions, uh, "Well, now I'll be the one to shoot first next." And uh, so, of course, they do. They start firing upon the city, and that's when uh, Grief Karga initiates the uh, an evacuation directive to uh, head out to the lava flats. Uh, we shouldn't get a first safe lava flats. Well. Uh, which I think is maybe like, I know like there's, there's a thing called the salt flats in Utah. I kind of wonder if that's sort of like a nod to that, but the lava, like at first I'm thinking like, okay, there's lava, but obviously it was now that I'm thinking about it, it would have been lava at one point, I guess. Or that was, does that have anything to do with the, where they wound up at, um, is that cave where they came out of in, at the end of season of the first season, I wonder, because I don't know. that would make sense. Cause they were in a tunnel of lava. That wasn't lava. There was no lava in that, by that cave. Cause they kind of came well, out of it. I'm cave. saying like it would have at one point, maybe like, maybe I don't but, know. Uh, maybe just thinking like got that name somehow. I don't know. But if it, if it was, it wasn't super clear. I thought, but, then we get the uh, the logo splash screen, which I noticed had a. I don't know if it was meant to be more piratey sounding. the The theme song was was in a slightly different. Um, oh yeah, it had that weird. It had that pirate sound to it. I can't really explain it, but just had it. Yeah, I don't know if it's like an accordion sort of style. It kind of had that sound to it. But next we are t- we were taken to um I guess it was the Adelphi base camp where um I don't know what else to call them are they are they considered they don't call them rebels or part of the new republic republic officers or something um yeah. but they look they're dressed just like rebels would have been rebel pilots um well they transition they transition from rebels to first order once or first order, New Republic. <laughs> once they <laughs> took over the took over the uh, the government, right? Um, yeah. So they are. In, well, I put a bar. I thought, was it a bar? Or was it a? Or was I mean, it, they were in a rebel like a bar cantina kind like of the place, cantina area where they're all just chilling. Yeah, and uh, so he gets a hologram from Grief Karga. Uh, warning him that they're, they've been attacked by uh, what is it, Gorian Shard, right? Um, yeah. And uh, and then up walks this freaking alien, just like nonchalantly, who you immediately recognize if you've seen Rebels at all, as Zeb uh, Zorelius or whatever the hell it was. Uh- I didn't know it was Zeb. I waited until I heard the voice because it could have not. It could have just been the alien. Yeah, but he starts talking thing. pretty much immediately. Like, <laughs> uh, that's fair. Uh, Once, but yeah, that was awesome. I'm like, woo, he's on. He's mm-hmm. on live action now. Woo-hoo. Exactly, and yeah, because like looks sound definitely exactly the same from the anime, and it's not like I don't know. I mean, Zeb I, turned out to be character i i kind of like enjoyed uh ultimately you know it's it's one of those things where you get to know the characters and you 
you appreciate him more as the series goes on. He might be back. Who knows? We might see him again. We can only hope. Because otherwise it's just a, uh, you know, it's just like an Easter egg. (laughs) But it was fun to see him, nonetheless. But with with the others coming around, I think the Rebel crew is going to get together again. Or, yeah, the Rebel crew. Getting the band back together. Basically. Um, So, uh, yeah. So Zeb's kind of telling him about how, uh, you know, so, Captain Tiva, Tava, how do you say it? Tiva. He's the guy. Oh, no, he's, he's basically had, initially it started as kind of a cameo uh, when we first see him, and because he used to be the, I think, the the main character on um, Kim's Convenience, I guess, which I never actually saw. But hey, the, made his, I guess the, 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 he got on the show because he dared, like, one of the directors that his uh, cosplay was as good as what they make in the sh- in the oh yeah this shop. is a huge Star Wars fan right Paul Sun Hung Lee um, is that actor but he um yeah so he's talking to Zeb about how you know how he wants to help him out but Coruscant apparently has been swamped with other requests. So he is going to go talk to them personally. And so he does. He he goes to the uh uh I've already forgotten what's the name the amnesty program apparently because that's yeah, the amnesty. that's uh we right away we do see um I know I was going to forget to uh get her name down the officer from a uh, couple episodes prior. Which was, uh, uh, that would have been episode tw- episode thirty. Uh, that was got it here somewhere. Um, what was her name? <laughs> El- Elia Kane. Okay, found it. Oh yeah, yeah, Kane. I was like, "Who are you talking about?" I couldn't think of it either. Fucking hell. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, there's too many. <laughs> Too many characters that have the same, like, so we've got Aliyah Kane, we've got Cad Bane, and now we've got this other pirate, Vane. <laughs> like, they all have to rhyme, I guess. Vane, Bane. Yeah, and like like we pointed out last week, there's, of course, um, uh, uh, Kylo Ren and uh, Sabine Ren, spelled different, but... <laughs> um, and they're not related. Not related. <laughs> Um, yeah, that would be, unless I think we would have heard, yeah, unless the solo is like got Mandalorian blood in, <laughs> got it on with a Mandalorian. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, so, well, anyway, so Kylo Ren isn't uh, his real name anyway, but, <laughs> um, all right, so we, we see, um, Captain Tiva talk to a Rodian there um, to try to speak with Colonel Tuttle. Uh, and and that's where we see um, Eliya Kane um, there working in the background. Goes in, kind of ends up barging in, and it's freaking Tim Meadows. 
<laughs> just like I just can't take him seriously. At <laughs> like, all, me neither. Like such, it would be like you know it, I, any SNL cast thinking, member. I don't know. All I'm thinking is that movie where Dewey Cox and he's like every time Dewey Cox like runs in the Tim Meadows and the band, they're all doing drugs. He's like, no, you don't want any of this. It'll mess you up. <laughs> I was just thinking of one of those guys. It's, you know, I guess he probably has played serious roles. It's just few and far between. <laughs> so it's harder when it's... I don't know. I couldn't... This one just didn't feel that serious. It just felt like he was still a goofball. Yeah, no. I, and that's that's part of his personality, I think. But um, And it was meant to be kind of comical because he, the he's like telling the droid to not stack some of those chip things up on the table or whatever. And so... Captain Tava uh, barges in anyway, of course, and uh, then we get the... He's, he says it's fine. Uh, the Tim Meadows... Captain, Colonel Tuttle uh, says it's fine. And uh, so Tiva starts telling him, you know, uh, starts explaining the situation with Karga and uh, Navarro, and uh, in comes uh, Aliyah Kane again, and she's, you know, asking Tuttle if he wants any, needs anything, a drink or something, I think was what she was, was asking. And, um, yeah, you know, she just happened to be there right place, right time and starts talking about, uh, Navarro. Oh, Navarro hasn't signed this, this, the charter for the Basically New Republic. Help, um, and I'm, my brain went, Oh, what are you hiding out there? And you More. don't want the some clones <laughs> oh i don't know yeah more uh that cloning facility and i think it was chapter or season two what was that they found that cloning facility on navarro navarro oh yeah wait that was on navarro oh yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> i've forgotten about all this um so yeah you know she's mentioned how they haven't signed the charter and and you know um Obviously, Tifa's like, "Wow, that so their lives aren't you know that, that important that you know right. it's more important that they have to sign this charter." Talking, you know, kind of the three of them talking about it, and Just a bunch of politic crap, political. Right. Yeah, but you know, they're basically saying, you know, uh, Tuttle ultimately is kind of like, "Yeah, well, we unfortunately we just have." these this other uh backlog of <laughs> of other planets that need assistance that have signed the charter charter so they more or less have to prioritize somehow so then back on navarro at the lava flats uh we do see back on the lava flats <laughs> grief carga I, so i i've i read this somewhere before that they call they call them quadnoculars and I don't know if that's exactly what uh, he holds up, but I think in the Star Wars universe, that's maybe what, maybe not, maybe not all technically quadnoculars. Um, uh, maybe they're just there's, bi binos. But. There's, there's one called macro bi binoculars. This is from Wikipedia. Okay. Could just be your standard issue binoculars. Um, holds them up. From the lava flats and sees, you know, it's kind of a, kind of a tear-filled moment where he's 
you know, you get the dramatic music and you see the ship um, hovering over the city. And, you know, obviously he, they'd, him and the rest of it, the townsfolk had worked their way, you know, done a lot with the city and really made something out of it. And now it's, now it's uh, been taken over by pirates. So not, not such a happy moment. And, um, pirates. Yeah. But he, insi- you know, he goes ahead and reassures the townsfolk that, you know, helps on the way. Herschel says quad inoculars. That sounds like a geeky way to make four eyes sound cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, it's true. So then we see Tava landing, uh, or flying into the planet where the covert is and sees uh Bo-Katan's ship there, which, you know, I think we're meant to initially think that he knows Bo. Yeah. Um, she doesn't. <laughs> right. So he lands next to the ship and, uh, comes up to the cave where we get several of the Mandalorians coming out and Paz, uh, Begins by, I mean, they've all obviously got their guns out and ready to ready to fire at any fire. moment. And he's calling him Blue. And I don't know if that was a, uh, what that really referred to. That I don't know. I yeah. was re- like, okay, what's Blue? I didn't know if it was a, like a derogatory term or like, you know, a. Uh, maybe it's just a short term for a, maybe it's, maybe the. I, I yeah I don't know <laughs> yeah uh so I don't think it was a nickname I don't think anyone actually knows him like it's it's got to be about you know <laughs> not non Mandalorians I don't <laughs> or you know it almost sounds like a like a thing for authority right like something oh, it's kind of a thing like that but. Like black and blue or something. <laughs> oh yeah, maybe I am not sure. Um, but so he tells them, you know, he's he has a bit of a history with one of their that one of the people among them covert, <laughs> covert. Yeah, and uh, out strolls R five. Uh, not a person, but okay. Yeah. So uh that was as much as, about as much as we see R5 in this episode. Uh, but he now, does Now do you think do you think R5 made it after leaving them uh to the location of all the Mandalorians or do you think they like left them on that planet? <laughs> I'm sure I don't no droid left behind. I, I think they uh yeah. I think they certainly I mean I didn't see them so I mean that that would be a way to stop from tracking where Mandalorians are. Oh man, that's so that's so sad. <laughs> that's to live out the rest of his days alone on this planet. Uh, I'm also man. wondering where they what they did with those uh, three chicken things. Like, yeah, what the heck? They go? That was a so it's, it's ironic. So the, there's a podcast called Film Sack, and they always well, they would describe that as the chicken the bucket, and that goes back to. Uh, I mean, it's like a MacGuffin or whatever, but that goes back to the Wild Wild Webs movie because there's like a girl at the beginning of that that he 
that he's in like the water tower with and you just never see her the rest of the the rest of the oh, movie. Yeah. So that's why they don't they they use that term. Um that's kind of what those what the heck? Why why would they even it's just like a comical gag really that never goes anywhere. It's kind of hilarious. Unless they'll come back. Maybe they maybe they're just they were left in the cave while they did their run and they're going to come back for them or who knows. Yeah. Yeah, they have to, right? Like they're going to use those birds for something for to ride or whatever. We'll see. If they don't, that was that, that's a, weird. a weird thing to even bother with. <laughs> it's almost like they 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 just didn't want you to feel like those those chicks were abandoned or something, right? Like we'll see. Yeah. Um yeah, we'll probably see him again. But I've already forgotten about him, I guess. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, the, so the, you know, he tells him of, uh, what's going on with Navarro and, and, uh, Karga and everything and the pirates. And, uh, he really just, he ends up talking to Mando kind of separately. Yeah. Originally he's going to, he's going to bring out the communicator and they're all like drawing their guns. Like, so he's just very careful and tosses it to, I think to Dinjarin and, um, walks and talks with them briefly and ultimately convinces him. Yeah, he is a friend. We should probably go help out. And so that's pretty much all we see. We just basically immediately get uh, Din Djarin talking with the rest of the Mandalorians by a fire. So obviously some time has passed because it was, it was daylight prior to this, but he uh, he kind of talks about we should save them, and then also brings up the fact that uh, Keith Garga, not Keith, uh, grief. Uh, <laughs> some of these Star Wars names I tell you are hard to remember because they're just yeah, a little out there at times. But they, uh, you know, he, he mentions the plot of land that was also offered to uh, to Din Djarin, uh, that he'd offered offered him. And so they're kind of just going to like a lot of chatter when they're like, oh God, one more thing. Here we go. <laughs> the The rest of the Mandalorians are kind of <laughs> like in disagreement initially. They're a little, you know, if they weren't already uh, not down with risking their lives, especially for Grief Karga, who I, I apparently had kind of forgotten that he, he had, was responsible for ambushing them on Navarro way back when yeah um, when he had his his bounty hunter guild he was like in cahoots store. with with the uh, um the empire the, the, yeah yeah and now it's all changed right remember these shows are taking place every season it's like like a year or two out after so. mm-hmm. right makes sense um so then after that after mando after uh dinjarin talks with them, Mando. Uh, then Paz Vizla wants to sp- uh, wishes to speak, and I guess they pass the hammer around whoever's speaking. It's like a talking stick. Yeah, which is probably just what I guess it was just the armorer's hammer, right? Mm-hmm. Which he uses, but uh, so initially he's like he's talking about like I was there, I went, I. <laughs> was there when I when we sacrificed everything for the blah 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 on Navarro 
And then he does a 180. Now he's like, now Paz Vizsla is like, he's he's officially gone from being he's like. a believer. Yeah. <laughs> he's gone from being almost kind of against Dinjarin to now being like 100% on the side because he's like, because we are Mandalorians. <laughs> we should do that. We should absolutely do this. And talks about. I really how, thought he's going to like, going to challenge him or something. <laughs> oh, they all. Oh. Again, you're going to go after Darksaber? Right. So, Oh, that's right. That was a brief moment in uh, also in the Book of Boba Fett where they fought for the Darksaber. Um, but he, uh, you know, he, he talked about how, how Din Djarin and, and Bogutan had basically saved his kid from the pterodactyl. I'm sorry, the the raptor, yeah. as they referred to it, and yeah, and once again, of course, that being um, uh, uh, John Favreau, voice of, I don't know if we, right, that's correct, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. Did we yes, ever establish sir. if he's in the suit, though? I don't think so, right? Um, I, I maybe he could have been, but I don't think he's. I think he's just really just voicing it. Yeah. So yes, very inspiring speech by uh, by Paz Vizsla in there, and I think he gets just about. I think he gets everybody on board at that point, and uh, then we get Bo Katan giving a bit of a. Uh, uh, I guess she she gives her the rundown. I guess yeah, she gives kind of a brief on her own ship uh, initially from still on the covert planet there. And then, then we're seeing, and we see them going through hyperspace. Um, and she's giving more talks of, uh, now she's giving talks of, 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 uh, Gorian shard ship and showing kind of the schematic of that. And then back on the lava flats. So I couldn't help but notice, I don't know if you know, cause I just saw this hammer, but, it shows kind of the, the city on Navarro there, and then there's this like, like pillar or arch looking thing that looked. I don't know if it's meant to look like that hammer, but it totally resembled the hammer to me, um, just like the I, general yeah. shape of it. Huh, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't notice that. Maybe a coincidence. Maybe an Easter egg. Not sure, but uh, go back and see. <clears throat> then we just basically see the 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 drunken pirates being dicks and. <laughs> shooting at some of the, as I put once again, the monkey lizards in the trees, which <laughs> obviously they have. They actually have a name. But yeah, no, they absolutely do, which we've talked about before, I think. Kowakian. Kwa- oh, that's. Monkey okay. lizard? Wait, wait, it does actually say monkey lizard, though. <laughs> kind of looks like one. That's thing. actually, wait, I think that's actually what they're called. Oh, I'm sorry. Also known as Kowakians. Kwa- they are the full name is Kwaki and Monkeyless, <laughs> uh, which is uh, Silius Crumb. What is it? Salacious Crumb uh, is the, of course, the most famous, the most famous Kwaki Monkey Lizard oh, yeah. of all. Jabba the Hutt, little pet. <laughs> yes. All right. So then we have uh, once. Oh, yeah. Once uh, we see those those drunken 
idiot pirates. Uh, we are taken back to Gorian Shard's ship, which we have. Uh, <laughs> if only I knew all of these races. The the race of pigmen, <laughs> which I notice he's got Agnats. Agnats, I think they're called Agnats. Uh, burly pig like. Oh, there's see. There's so many different pig like races because even on green, her species, there's that green looking pig too. Yeah, that's the one I, that came up. Yeah, those are which which um actually there were two of at Jabba's palace as we saw in the uh, or at least two of them. Mandalore or the Book of Boba. Well, we saw them, I guess, initially in Return of the Jedi, also. But um, even on Gorian Shard's ship, there's. There are, there was this, uh, so Quill was the one we saw in season one. Um, we saw them on, at Cloud City, like disassembling the droids, right? Yep. Um, but on Gorian Shard ship specifically, it's, it's like, it's kind of a tongue twister. There's like a warthog looking, uh, creature there as well. Uh, so yeah. all the, all the pig, all the pigs. All the pigs. I would have to go back and look at it all. So anyway, the 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 race that looks like Quill, uh, he he warns of uh, that a uh, ship is approaching, um, and you know, uh, Dinjarin fires with the starfighter, the N N one, right, and. Uh, so he he brings out some turrets on the ship, um, Gorian charge ship, and fires back, uh, and then proceeds to launch the launch the snub fighters. I I had the I like when I heard that like snub fighters. What the hell? <laughs> what the hell's a snub? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That was a pretty weird name. Um, oh. But then. Uh, then Grief Karga uh, calms him. I guess he has like a direct line to uh, Din Djarin, but Oh, he's probably his communicator. Yeah. Thanks him for showing up, but tells him also to be careful, obviously, against, against Shard. And I think they were all having fun. <laughs> having fun? Yeah. The Mandalorians, at least, not the people of Navarro. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of, it's like, this is kind of their job, right? Um, they they proceed to, speaking of the said Mandalorians, they proceed to drop down uh, to the city uh, where we see some uh, Anzalins, of course, the uh, Boba Frick race once again, uh, w- kind of whispering to themselves in their, in their little... Uh, uh, presumably the same. We saw them last. I guess it's the it's the the engineers of the uh, or the repair guys we saw before trying to fix uh, mm-hmm. IG eleven. And that's another thing. What happened to IG eleven? All of a sudden, like that whole quest stopped. Another chick in the bucket. <laughs> like um, where they got IG eleven just sitting in their shop. Like what is it, what are we doing with this thing, guys? Come on. I know. It's. I hope. I kind of. I do hope we see him again, but maybe not till. End or the maybe we'll see him at the very end of the season or maybe next season, but I'm sure they'll find that part eventually. But uh, for now, it's R5, I guess, is his replacement. Um, 
If they bring brought him back, we'll see. <laughs> Uh, maybe this got to wipe the droid's memory. <laughs> Isn't that the, sol- the solution to everything? It is. Um, or his tracker. I, I guess that's how we found him. But anyway, uh, so yeah, the uh, the insulins are they're kind of whispering to themselves in there in that shop, and then and then kind of start cheering because the because the Mandalorians just start kicking some mysterious ass, of course, uh, against the pirates. Well, and to be fair, if most of them are drunk, I suppose that might not be <laughs> too difficult. But uh, yeah, so then back at Shard Ship, Shard uh, Ship. I feel like I'm oh boy. Just whistling here a lot. What Shard Ship? Just when you say it fast, it just sounds bad. <laughs> you don't want to. You don't want to Shard Shard Ship. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, so uh, Zin Jarden uh, manages to shoot down at least, I had to look back, he shot down at least one of the ships at this point and, um, and goes ahead and tells Bo she's clear to make her run. Um, so um, I, think, I think at that point he had already gone, uh, kind of started going through one of the uh, canyons. Canyon, yes, thank you. <laughs> I kept wanting to say valley. <laughs> goes through uh starts going through making a canyon run um has like three three of the I was like grub fighters the snow, snow fighters thinning the herd so mm-hmm. she can go after the big the big uh big ship yes uh so she goes ahead and uh pretty much right off the bat manages to take out one of the engines on on the ship there and uh then the because <laughs> we don't get a name even in the subtitles we don't get names for all these characters but the 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 pig man uh, tells pig man <laughs> pig man tells Vane uh, to return as uh, obviously there's a Mando is just a distraction and then back at the city the pirates uh, so we see him kind of like hiding a little bit behind. I was a little bit confused on, you could clearly tell there were stormtrooper, like it was the piles of stormtrooper helmets, but was it like paved over or something? Was it, or if they were just good. melted or something? I was, wasn't quite clear on it. It looked like a rock-like structure though, so it almost feels like it maybe was they, like cemented. Maybe just, yeah, maybe they just like cemented or someone actually carved it, but who knows. Yeah, so uh, they were... There's kind of hiding behind. The Mandalorians are going in, kind of converging, making their way into the city. And they can pretty much tell right away that it's an ambush. Uh, so it doesn't take long before we get past Vizsla. The heavy coming in, <laughs> raining fire on on uh, everything Rain there. Raining fire. Uh, so it's like, always a bigger fish, to quote uh, episode one. But... Uh, after he does that, we get a whatever that snake. snake man, snake man. Uh, <laughs> I mean, a tr- it's I think it's a Trandoshan is what it's really called. There you go. I'm glad you had that up because I okay snake yeah man. because well the only other one I'm aware of of that is the bounty hunter. Uh, I, I would, I'm surprised you went with snake. I would have been like closer to dinosaur man, not snake man. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, sure. 
Who is the bounty hunter? What's the bounty hunter's name? Uh, Bask. Bask. Oh yeah, Bask. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, Bask. Anyway, the yeah. most famous Trandoshan of all. <laughs> keep keep going back to that song. Um, so, um, yeah, he so that Trandoshan, uh basically mounts a, whatever you want to call it, turret uh, to the, uh, I guess that was Grief Karga's office. Yeah, that was. Perch, office. Perched up there on the, the balcony, starts firing down on the on the Mandalorians. And shortly after that, uh, the armorer sneaks her way into uh, said office and... <laughs> Armed only with her her tools, single handedly takes with those. Yeah, single handedly takes out every one of them that was up there in in Karga's office, um, as well as Snake Man, in, including Snake Man. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> um, wait, what's this? Sharjib is why I can't visit that Wendy's anymore. Says Herschel. <laughs> um, yeah. So. Uh, she does she does a great job and then uh <laughs> then the Mandalorians because because she's able to do that, the rest of the Mandalorians are able to proceed further into the city. Um and Grief Karga also with the rest of his crew manages to get there. So basically those pirates are screwed at this point. Um Yay. <laughs> um and uh oh yeah, no, I think this might be out of or uh, da, 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 no, this is fine. Um, back at Shardship, uh, Vane becomes the only snub fighter left. Um, they've managed to take out the rest of them, and he bails <laughs> as, as one does. Yeah, as a pirate might do. At least this particular pirate. As a pirate, uh, looking does. out for himself. Uh, probably true of most pirates, but. The uh, kind of I'm getting like a all of a sudden I got uh, the vibe of the the Guardians of the Galaxy gang of pirates. Like I'm feeling, I mean, obviously they're both space pirates. Uh, very similar vibes here, but uh, <laughs> hilarious. What was These, the guy's I name? Think the Star Star Wars pirates are kind of worse than the Marvel pirates. Yeah, probably at least the at least the group of uh, of. Uh, I think of his name, Mary Poppins, y'all. What's his name? <laughs> uh, Yandu? Yandu, thank you. Uh, yeah, I could see that. But, you know, if we compare, again, um, Hondo, uh, maybe a little bit closer to uh, to the Guardians Pirates, maybe. I, I really want that Hondo. He really I do. I, do. I just love Hondo. I'm sorry. <laughs> um. But yeah, he takes off, and uh, a day then, Hondo shows up is you're gonna have like an just talk about him for like an hour. It's oh gonna be God, so overhyped. It's gonna be like when it's it's probably similar to when Thrawn's gonna show up. It's just like when is, is he gonna show up? I mean, Hondo's already in the uh, the the at the theme park, so there. Yeah, you go. I know that, and that was, and that's what made me th- part of the reason that made me think. Well, they got, I mean, they got the in, they got it in with the voice actor, like. Who's in every? The guy's got to be so busy. He's such a recognizable voice. Like he was in, 
stemming back, the first thing is that I remember him from was probably the Jungle Book. I want to say. I'm assuming. I like he sounds exactly the same. I, uh, who the heck is that voice though? He's uh, who would he be in the Jungle Book? It's got to be the same voice actor though, right? Oh, let's see here. All right, I have to look up Hondo Star Wars. Played by Jim Cummings. Okay, Jim Cummings. All right, yeah, it's got to be the same guy from the Jungle Book, right? He's still with us, right? It would be. Are. <laughs> what yeah, was he's it? Still with us. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. He's seventy years old. Though. What, what name did you say just now? Huh? What name did you say just now? Jim Cummings. No, no, no. I mean, did you say something like Scar? Yeah, he played Scar. Scar, Scar. is not in the Jim Cummings Jungle characters. Book, though. Scar is. Know. I'm just seeing what I'm Scar seeing. Scar is in the Lion King. <laughs> He's I definitely don't see anything in... for Jungle Book. No, I see plenty of stuff for Jungle Book, but I got to go to every. Uh, he's playing a lot of video games too, like World of Warcraft and stuff. Jungle Book. Ah, it's gotta be. Here we go. Here we go. Jungle Book Two. <laughs> Colonel. Oh yeah, the snake, right? Uh. Uh. Oh my gosh! There we go. Sure. Oh, it was Shere Khan. I thought it was Shere Khan. Wait, and then it says. Ka voice. Khan. But wait, but he also played Baloo. I'm so confused. <laughs> anyway, he's a very recognizable voice, I swear. <laughs> but all right. Then uh they they were down to one engine left, and um I couldn't help but notice he's he's like, Captain, I would highly advise we, you know, skedats. And, of course, he wasn't going to do that. He was going to go down with the ship. Um, and we see we see him kind of steer it to the left. And I couldn't help but think it, it, it reminded me of a, of a big pirate ship, kind of the way it was getting steered. I mean, it does literally have a... He does have a big wheel. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, and, of course, uh, they managed to take out that last engine and... He does, in fact, go down with the go ship. Go down as one captain should. And there was much rejoicing uh, from the Nav- Navarans, I'm going to yeah. guess. Navarans, Navarians. As well as the Anzellans, of course, <laughs> shouting, it's going to be okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so then Karga starts giving his speech. Um, to the rest of the townsfolk and thanking the man thanks thanks the folks the townsfolk and of course them our new found friends the Mandalorians uh, gives them a bunch of land I couldn't help but notice like I noticed even before like that he was calling himself just magistrate uh Karga and then the droid of all people cries him high magistrate because that was the running joke in the first episode of course yep uh, yep but you can almost tell he's like. You can almost tell at this point that he's a little more humbled and like he's maybe past, past the uh, titles, the the hoity toitiness of being in political office or whatever. <laughs> and it could be. So that what Jim Cummings must have had a hard time to grow. <laughs> had been a hard name to grow up with. Yeah, I mean, there's also uh, Alan Cumming is a 
is another <laughs> actor that, uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, then he decides to cede all the land from the Western Lava Flats to Bullock Canyon uh, to said Mandalorians. And, yeah. Oh, uh, Bullock Canyon. Canyon, the name Bullock has a meaning and it's the actual the, the last name of the first guy that put on the Mandalorian a costume for I think Empire. Oh, really? Oh, cool. Yep. No relation to Sandra, because that would be a K so. instead of a C at the end, I think. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, the so the armorer, uh, Pads Vizsla comes, comes up to uh, Bo-Katan and then and says the armorer, we, armorer wishes to speak with her, so they they head down kind of a I guess like a spiral staircase. Which in hindsight, no, this wouldn't be the same. <laughs> I'm thinking in my head. I'm I'm picturing it as like that. In obviously it was a different planet in um, in uh, Force Awakens, but uh, where 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 Ray goes down like a spiral staircase and then has her like oh, yeah, visions yeah, of the Jedi anyway. It's kind of kind of reminded me of that, but but this is in fact a a forge or the I guess it was the the forge that the armor had in season 1 presumably um the one she would have been using. And uh so uh starts talking with Bo and of all things um Oh, I'm sorry. Let's, sorry. Let's see here, Hersh. What, what else do you got here? He did some additional singing for Scar during the recording session of Be Prepared. Sure. When his co-star Jeremy Irons damaged his vocal cords after screaming, you won't get a sniff without me. <laughs> yeah. He is talented. I do. Oh, that's so interesting. Okay. That makes, I guess, sense. But I wouldn't have thought, like, their, na- their voices aren't, I wouldn't have thought that similar. But anyway, good on him. Uh, so, yeah. So, the... Uh, She's talking to her about... Uh, yeah. Starts talking to her a little bit about... Um, well, I think the fir- one of the first things she does is ask her to remove her helmet, which was... Weird. I was like, Weird, and I'm like, what the up. hell? Like, what are we even doing here? <laughs> I thought she's setting her up for something for fail. That's what I wanted at first. Like, She's like, ah, I got you. Just, just kidding. You're out. Well, you know, at first, Bo's like, uh, ma'am. <laughs> you know, all she has to do then is just go back to the living waters and just dunk herself. Yeah. I mean, like, <laughs> what if they brought enough of it back too? could they just like have it at any point? It's kind of like, you know, cleanse your sins. <laughs> um, yeah. Just take a bath in it every so often. Eventually that water will get kind of gross, but <laughs> but that poor mythosaur down there would be like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Um, always, like, uh, we always just save them for the end of the episode. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. So the uh, she asks, asks her to remove the helmet, and and eventually she reluctantly agrees because she. I guess the armor, well, the armor is, like, is like you're not gonna like you're not gonna basically disrespect. Her in her work area or something like that. I felt like that's what she was trying to say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she does though. She takes it off. But in the back of my head, I'm like, Katie Sackhoff just wants screen time here, right? Like that's horror. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing wrong with Katie Sackhoff. She's, she looks great in red hair. <laughs> yeah, no, she's cool. Uh, and 
Um, but you know, maybe that is part of the part of her contract. I'm guessing. I don't know. Which you but know, she, it's like yeah, we only saw her at the beginning, and now and now once again. But they are bridging the gap because I mean, there's a lot of Mandalorians out there that are not gonna, you know, wear their helmets. So I get where they're they're going with it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Makes sense. So there was a, uh, you know, she starts talking more about the Mythosaur and how uh, she's from a, a different world, I guess a different part of the Mandalorian different right. sect kind of, right? Um, kind of be- different beliefs. Let's just like we have how many different types of religions? <laughs> right. Kind of same thing. So then, you know, she basically says she thinks she saw the Mythosaur and how she's the one to reunite or reunite both worlds. I guess reunite. You right? are. You are the one. And then uh, back outside, um, we see she's approaching all the other Mandalorians with her helmet off now. And so the armor then gives a, once again, another inspiring speech this episode um, about how she's going to, you know, again, unite both these worlds and retake Mandalore, I guess, ultimately. Which is like, wow, okay, wow, all right. All right, then. I guess that's where we're going. Do it. Do it. And, uh, yeah, because obviously, Din Djarin's like, wait, wait, why why is your helmet off? You know, like, uh, they're all thinking this before that, but. Yeah, all of them are like, what are you doing? How dare you? (laughs) So I guess the armor is just kind of making all the decisions here, and they're just kind of blindly following her, though. (laughs) Ultimately, like, Uh, okay, I guess helmet's off is okay. Okay for her but, now. Well, I mean, she made it though, like because Bo-Katan's basically the one that can bridge the two gaps. But she's the one also that can take her helmet off because not all all Mandalorians are gonna be like, let's just do that what they say and put our helmets on forever. <laughs> right. Do you think we see Sasha Banks or the other guy again, or that we saw from Maybe. season two? Maybe we'll see. We'll see. I'm gonna guess not. Probably, but yeah, that'd be cool if we did. But uh, I mean, if it if we did, if we didn't, I would wouldn't bother me either way. Yeah. <laughs> so so then we um, we're taken to the dead of space, and we find Tava once again. Um, but he's just kind of drifting in space. Um, I just, I couldn't yeah. really tell if he was if he had seen this this. Shuttle or not? Uh, up get, until I that think point, it came up on his scope or something. Mm-hmm. You heard it. He's just kind of making patrols. We have in the middle of space, as one does. Yeah. So he finds this shuttle and he puts a call out and talks about how he found this derelict Lambda shuttle. And the guy on the other line uh, does mention how that region did have a, a missing craft. Um, reported, but that the details were classified. So <laughs> he he sort of sends R seven out to investigate. Uh, but it's just his little like top piece or whatever, little like I yeah. I thing. Uh, and it doesn't take long, of course, to find that there's bodies in there, as it were, as you would pretty much imagine a a 
shuttle like this that has a big hole in the side of it. Uh, yeah. But they noticed pretty quickly that I don't remember who, if it was, if it was him or the other guy, that it was uh, the ship that Moff Gideon would have been on. Yeah, yeah, uh, they were putting they were putting it together like when Moth Gideon left, right, and when this departure happened, kind of thing. Or right, so it adds up, adds up, and that Moth Gideon never did go on trial, and that uh, his body was not one of the ones that's in there. But then they find one thing on the side of the wall, and it is, in fact, a fragment of Beskar alloy uh, after scanning it. And, yeah. So now... Could be anyone. Could be anyone. Yes, but now they're, now they're going to go with the assumption, yeah, that the Mandalorians only, are the ones that free Well, it's only one sec of the... Uh, <laughs> The Mandalorians, they can't just be like, hey, Bob right. Beskar, you guys are arrested. Like, what? Right. But it, it should be noted that in this episode also, you know, back when Tiva went to visit the covert, he said, I'm sure you're going to go somewhere else anyway, but I won't tell you tell anyone where you are. Well, now I'm like, is he, <laughs> is he going to uh, do just that at this point? Is he going to come back and question them? I don't well, know. They, that's why. Let's see if they are around to find them. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, could be. Maybe he sends You're a whole. Five. We can't 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 have you around. Bye. But I do trust him. I, I would imagine he would question him before anything. But maybe yeah, maybe he goes to back to <laughs> the abandoned R five and three giant chicks. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're all just there. Um, but well, we shall see. But I don't know. Pretty pretty decent uh, episode. But what did you think about it? What did I think about it? Yeah. Well, well, if you had to, if you had to, you know, score. <laughs> if you had to give that a score. What would you? What four. Would you say? Just a four. Four is better than you gave last episode, though. It's true. I don't know. I was so hyped about the Zeb thing. <laughs> I was hyped about that too, but I wasn't going to like such a brief scene. Make that just, yeah, it is. Like, oh, his voice is in the, in the episode. There he is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, uh, that was exciting. Okay. Moving on. Yeah. I, I would agree with that though. I'd give it a four. I give it a four thirty apparently four four thirty four point oh. No, I'd say that's, that's pretty solid mix. Yeah. Mm, yeah, I agree with that. It would have been lower. It would have been probably a little bit lower if Zeb wasn't in there. So that helped. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, could have could have uh, could have made it better by having Hondo. Just saying. <laughs> Hondo's gonna be in your five zero five zero. It's a five zero. That's a perfect episode right there. Absolutely. Could be the crappiest episode ever they have it wouldn't matter hondo's in it it doesn't matter <laughs> yep looking forward to that all right well hey well hey thanks uh thanks mike thanks everyone else for listening 
If you want to yeah. email us, you can you can do so at disnerdsplus at gmail.com. Our website is disnerdsplus.com. It's all spelled out, of course. There's no plus dot, sign. Dot com. Plus sign basically means a space on a, in a URL. I don't know if you knew that, but... Uh, I think it's been a long time ago. That's, or is it a percent 20? I should know this. It's both? Anyway... You're the, you're the coder. We record Wednesdays at 7 p.m. Central at twitch.tv slash shavemadox. You can find Mike at cool as a cucumber, and you find me. You can. You may, if you want, at shavemadox, yeah. where you can find myself. Thanks again, everyone. Appreciate it. Thanks for hanging out in the chat. Herschel, as always. And until next time, this is the way. Later. Later.